Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm a team? That's Kane Gang. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody back to the world famous Kane Gang radio show on Sirius XM Slam Radio Channel 145. I say world famous, but it's probably just a couple of local people who know who we are. But uh, It's famous to us, bro. <laughs> might as well put it out there. Bird, man. I know I was gone last week. I was doing my due diligence, and I spent some quality time with the misses. You know, I was over in the Bahamas. I know uh, you and McCoy and, uh, and and Stefan held it down for me last week. So how would last mm-hmm. week's show go, man? What did you guys do? What did you guys talk about? It was good, man. We, we missed you, right? I mean, even though you, you saw us popping on, you're like, I got to come in and, and at bro. least say hi after dinner. I, so <laughs> I was styling in my jacket, bro. <laughs> yeah. So no, we we held it down, man. We had some uh, some good conversation, man. We went you know real deep into the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Amon Richards came on and he jumped on, and uh, you know we got to you know Amon's always up there on that LeBron stuff, bro. So you know yeah. we had to we had to show you know we had to tell him what's up, man. So Give him the business. Give him <laughs> it was and it was right, the game right before they got eliminated too, man. So yeah. you know I'm like I'm like hey, Har, give me give me your prediction for tonight. And he goes, man, I'm telling you, it's Lakers by ten tonight. Then they just got in there and they they got shellacked. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, well, good, man. I'm glad you guys held it down for me. Um, like I said, you know, we uh, we took a week uh, just to, to be by ourselves and get away and just have a good old time. And, um, you know, I, I, I've never been to like an all inclusive type, you know, uh, facility. So mm-hmm. down there in Sandals and the Exumas, um, it was definitely dope. We had a we had a great time. The flight was pretty simple. Obviously, we left uh, Miami and, you know, got a, we left there about 840, got there about 1015. Uh, literally about a 10 minute taxi ride um, over to the resort. And the only, the only thing negative thing I could tell you about, about the situation is they, they tell you it's a guaranteed check-in by three o'clock and they mean that like three o'clock. So <laughs> had I known, like we would have probably had a change of clothes and things like that. Cause once we got to the resort, they kind of took our luggage and everything. And then like, that's the last we saw of it until we actually checked in. And so I, I posted a picture of Marie and I out on the swings and, my, my boy uncle cliff's like bro like where's your slides at and i'm like they're in my bag you know i'm over there rocking you know the, the orange uh, ultra boost and so yeah. whatever man but uh you know all in all it was a great trip we had a great time you know I, 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 got, I think i got a question for you what's that i saw all these pictures and all these you know all these uh these stories coming from the meals and all what was the best meal that you guys ate so the best meal so to me, so Maria, Maria would probably say they have a French cuisine there, right? So it's like a French restaurant. So she that's, had like that's too fancy for me, bro. Bro, that's why we got dressed <laughs> up. That's why I was rocking it, right? Yeah. Um, she had like escargot. She had like this bowl mm. of like it was mussels and shrimp and clam. It was like I don't know, some some type of like French dish, right? So for her, I mean, for me, I think that would be her favorite dish. For me, I, like they had a place called the Drunken Duck, just like an Irish bar, right? <laughs> like I'm rocking. I got ribeye, I got wings, I got coke. Like bro, like literally, I, I was I was locked in. Um, they had steak and egg, like steak and eggs for breakfast. You know, ribeye and, and all right, all eggs. Right. For, uh, dude, I, I literally got down on that man. So good, but it, good there stuff. was just food. There was food all over the place, man. So well, it's good to have you back, bro. That's for sure. 
Definitely, man. I'm glad to be back. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot I miss. Obviously, I, I left, you know, Memorial Day. And then, you know, the following two days was the cookout, mm. you know, down there at the University of Miami. And a lot of things seem to be swaying, you know, from that cookout. Mm. Um, I got back on Friday and then I just saw the last couple of days uh, people are putting out crystal balls for Kamari Wilson and for Shamar Stewart. Like, those are two huge names there. I think Kamari actually moved up to number 39 nationally. Um, and then obviously Shamar being a five-star recruit, you know, uh, the, you know, big bear, there's all kinds of people now. What about the two big old five-star kids that are decommitted from Georgia now? Like, where did that come from? Bro, I don't know. And listen, I'm not one of those (laughs) people to get super, super excited because you know my routine, right? Until they sign, you know, but if, if Miami is in the mix, it does kind of get you a little bit excited because wow, what are what are they doing? What's Manny doing now? Like, what's what kind of what's he throwing in that recipe? You know, he's got that jambalaya just stirring, Gosh. right? Like, what's <laughs> what's he throwing in there? You know, he got a little Italian seasoning, got some little Creole sauce. Like, bro, like what'd you put in the cookout to make these guys start thinking know. about coming to Miami? Well, what what I think it is, man. I mean, I think that you know when when you look back, and I know we've touched on this a couple of times, but you look back about a year ago and like we had started having all these kids decommitting. It was when we were taking any commitment from anybody like, Oh, you want to commit to us? Great. We'll take it. We'll work it out later. And uh, that's not the case anymore. So now you see, we got two kids that are in and those kids are locked in, right. You know, Quan Lee and, uh, and Ja'Curry Brown, those, those guys are locked in. And I think what they've done is they've just basically said, look, we're not taking, we're serious. We're not taking any commitment from anybody until you're ready to to come in and lock it down. And if you can tell us that great. If not, go out, have your fun, take your visits, but you're not going to use us as a springboard to right. get other offers, right? right? So, yeah, that's, you know, that's and, what I'm seeing, man. And, and if you remember early on in, in, in when we first kind of started, started the Kang Gang show, I had mentioned, like, listen, why do you want to commit to somebody when you know you're going to go out there and take your visits? And, and s- same principle. Go do you. Go enjoy your do your recruiting visits. Like mm-hmm. now, obviously, it's opened up, right? So you could be locked in, you could be committed. That's one thing when you can't go anywhere. Now these kids are getting out. You know, dead periods over. They're out there. They're like, you know, rocking and rolling. They're coming to Miami. They're going here. They're going to Clemson. They're going to Alabama. Next thing you know, now your mind starts going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I was pretty much confirmed to, you know, and committed to go to this school, but man, I'm seeing a whole different thing over here. You know what I mean? So yeah. it makes it different when you can actually get out there and go visit campuses, when you can go out there and visit current, you know, players, um, you know, and build relationships. Mm-hmm. So I, I think moving forward, you know, time will tell. I still think you have to be, you know, in a win-win situation. Like you have to win on the field in Absolutely. order to literally continue to grab these studs. Now, look, you, you talk about somebody like Kamari Wilson. Can you imagine Kamari Wilson? And then you maybe someone like an Earl Little Jr. Like, bro, like, yeah. that's like pudding. Well, there's like, there's the other cornerback <laughs> out of, uh, I think, Alabama, uh, Feagans. Uh, you Feagans know, is solid, too. Yeah, he's you know? solid. I watched his tape and was like, man, this kid's got the goods, man. Speaking but, of Earl uh, Little Jr., bird, I saw yeah. him, you know, he was up in Tallahassee this past past weekend uh-huh. on his little yeah. trip. Man, it was hurting me watching him wear that garnet and gold, man. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, what? Well, listen, at the end of the day, I don't even think they're in the mix. Don't get no. me wrong. Randy Shannon's there. You know, again, who knows what can transpire? Travis Hunter's up there. He can be say, yo, little man, you know, come come on, man. Let's, let's make this happen. I don't <laughs> see it happening, but it's college football. You never yeah. know. What, you never know, right? I, it, takes me, it takes me back to Landon Collins when Mama thought he was going to LSU. 
Next thing you know, he put on that Bama, Bama. hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, yeah. you never know, man. You yeah. never know. Here's here's the thing, though, man. You know, when you look at it and, like, look, in the backyard of Earl's house, he has a basketball court. Oh, you already know. You, you know what know. that and you know what that court has on it, right? Well, you already know. Miami colors, top to bottom, right? Look, Earl is a true cane. Earl's, but you know, Earl's a dad before anything, right? Correct. And he wants the best for his son. And I think what they're doing right now is they're listening to everybody Bama. and they're gonna put yeah. Bama. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, look, they're gonna put they're gonna put Junior in the best position for him to win. But I will I will tell you this. Well, you know, you know, I don't I don't if I, if you were to tell me is you know, is he gonna be in today? I don't think he is. No. But I think we're definitely going to be in it at the end, right? right flip, and, you know, flip, flip the script. Miami beats Alabama. Miami goes and runs the table. <laughs> Miami's in a, in, a, in a CFP, right? What's the situation it, there? You know what you I mean? It, like man. again, I think these kids are all about. It's all about the winning, like the winning mentality, right? You yeah. got to be able to win in order to lure the big, big recruits because they want to see you win. They 100%. want that exposure. They want to be on TV. They want to be getting that PT. You know, and, and again. James Williams there, obviously yeah. pl- played with Junior last year. Like there, yep. there's just – you don't know what these kids go through and what these kids talk about yeah. well, among each say, other. I was going to say one thing, though, and that's that no matter where Junior lands – Much much respect. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll always root for him, <laughs> right, for him personally. But I, I don't think he's going to end up at either Florida or Florida State, though. I no, just, no, no, no. I don't, I don't think there's any way. I mean, I think, you know, you know I, I think – I can see Miami. I can see Miami, Bama, or LSU. Okay, I'm with that. I'm those with are my that. three. Those are my top three for him. Not okay. in any order, but I think those are the three finals yeah. for him. Yeah, but you know, I mean, look, wherever he goes, you know what? I mean, he got that cane blood, man. You know, we yeah, love yeah. Earl. Earl's, you know, been a guest on the show. Junior's Correct. been a guest on the show before. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna wish him the best no matter what. But I will say one more thing, man. You know, the one thing I want to see us do though is make American Heritage a pipeline, man. Those guys run that high school program. Yeah, like, like, a, like a factory. Program. It's literally a factory. It's now, a factory, again, man. you had like for, for so when you look at the Miami Hurricanes, you look at Dade County, right? You had Central, like Central was literally funneling to Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, the Northwesterns funneling to yep. Miami, Carroll yep. City, Booker T, Columbus, mm-hmm. you know, and Broward, not so much. A few kids trickle from, from St. Thomas here and there. Um, nothing really Saint, from Gibbons. St. Thomas feels like an Ohio State. Ohio State. State. Always, but again, you, you, but yeah. listen, you've had you've had solid recruits: Philip Dorsett, uh, Tavares Gooden, uh, Anthony Warshlaw. good, I, bro. I mean, like you know, Shout you've had yeah, no doubt. Like you've had you have solid people coming from from STA, uh, but you got to build those relationships, and that's yeah. where heritage. I mean, obviously, you have Nesta, right? You know, again, now you have James Williams. So mm-hmm. let's see what happens moving forward. Um, the biggest thing for me is what is what is DVD doing different than Mike Rump? Because from my understanding, mm. and again, he's not on the field yet. He's not. There's nothing to really critique him about. But a lot of people, lo- a lot of kids love DVD. Yeah. So I mean, obviously that's beneficial. But can you land? Because again, even though Rump coached at Heritage, you know, with the Sertains and the Tyson Campbells and people like that, right? They still didn't come to Miami. So I want to see what kind of relationships and what DVD can do moving forward yeah. to bring in local talent. Well, it's tough to compare the two, man, because, you know, like Mike was in the, you know, earlier in the process with everything, right? And a lot of stuff has transpired and a lot of, you know, the, the, the whole mood, the whole atmosphere around everything has changed, right? you know, and DVD's benefiting from that. And the other thing is, is, you know, it's not just DVD. I mean, he's got T-Rob, T-Rob. who is a Correct. monster, yeah. monster recruiter. 
you know, a hell of a coach who's proven, you know, he's a, he's a proven coach, uh, you know, at a high, high level, you yeah. know, so I, I think it's, it's, it's going to be really hard for us to compare those two side by side, you know? Right. And I know everybody, everybody loves the only person that they love to, to slander more than, uh, you know, more than Mike is, uh, is Blake Baker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. But, so let's see what happens. Let's see what happens during the season. If the CBs aren't really up to par, if they, they fall off the wagon, whatever the case may be, I want to see what kind of criticism they're going to fire at DVD, just like right. the same criticism they fired at Mike Rump, right? If you're going to call a spade a spade, then call a spade a spade. I don't yeah. care. You know, don't sugarcoat it. If he's not doing his job, then call him out like you did eight, right? Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, they both wear number eight. So it yeah. is what it is, right? So, well, look, but yeah, and, man. And Mike's still here, man. You know, so yes. Mike's still here. Mike's, Mike's still working, you know, so – you know, we still gotta still gotta throw respect to that guy because he's still on staff and he's still out there and he's still talking to you know players' families. He's still recruiting. You so know, Andy so. Vaughn, Andy Vaughn uh, was on uh, the Joe Rose show today and they were talking about you know you know the portal and you know how they're how they're doing the portal and how they got involved in the portal and it was good because listening to Joe this morning it really brought up some interesting points because basically the the way that the University of Miami started working the portal is they kind of like. They kind of felt it like almost like a free agent type situation in the NFL. They saw how that was working, so they got some insights, started doing some research. And, you know, Mike Rumpf is actually one of the people who's in charge of the portal right now. So, again, having your hand in there, being able to continue to work with the University of Miami. Listen, I thought he would have probably went to, a, you know, got a different gig, wanted to coach somewhere else. Sometimes, you know what, it ain't about, you know, being out on the field and coaching. Sometimes it's taking a step back, taking a different role. Maybe that elevates you to something different. So, you know, mad props from Mike for sticking it out and, you know, and accepting. No I don't want to say accepting an emotion, but accepting a different role, role, you know, with the program. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and maybe this is going to be better for him moving forward. And, and I wish him all the best, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know. Look, uh, it's all about momentum, man, you know, yeah. and, and Mike lost the momentum, you know, and maybe it's because the fan base gave up on him or whatever, but you know, um, you know, you got to have his hands tied. I, yeah, I, I, I still think between Baker and Banda, his hands were tied. Yeah. Um, look, I, again, we're big rump supporters, man. 100%. You know, like, I mean, I love the guy, you know, I know he, he took a beating out here, right? And Listen, <laughs> I, we are supporters of everybody in the program. You know, I made the I made the one comment, joking around one time, like Gino sucks. I don't even want to get into the baseball situation right uh -oh. now, but you know, <laughs> listen, that was all in good fun, right? I was just joking around, oh, Gino sucks. But how many people agree with my, my statement that I said back then? <laughs> now, right? So, but that's that's for a whole different yeah. like topic. So, you know, shout out to my boy Dolphin Derek. You know, he's over there, uh, you know, doing his thing. Shout out to Publix. You know, they uh, they do their thing. You know, Dolphins over there holding it down at Publix. Shout out to my girl. She, if she's watching, baby, I love you. You know, I'll be off the air soon so we can uh, just chill. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Bird, you want to throw a shout out real quick? You know, we're, we're into this pretty good. So, you can throw a little shout out. <laughs> oh, I got a shout out to my wife, man, for, uh, for, for you know, letting me take nights off and be able to record this show and hang out. Yeah, no and, doubt. Uh, you know, and, and have this obsession that we do, uh, you know, that we, uh, that we roll with all the time here. So. You know, and the funny thing is, so last week, you know, I, I like I told you when I got back and you know, I got that notification, King Gang going live. So I looked at Maria and she goes, <laughs> hey, King Gang's going live. That was to me like almost an invitation. Like, are you going to hop on? So I'm like, <laughs> shoot me the link. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. That, that was, was crazy, stuff. man. I didn't know how my, uh, I didn't know how my connection was going to be over there. But, you know, I was all over there, Wi-Fi and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. It was solid. I, I'm waiting to see what my, uh, my roaming bill would be. because. I wasn't on, I wasn't roaming like that long. Like whenever I, I saw 
Um, maybe the Wi-Fi went down. I would flip to airplane mode or something like that, right? So uh, I'm still waiting to see kind of uh, what kind of fees I get for because I, I completely forgot to call T-Mobile. Um, shout out to T-Mobile. Um, I completely forgot to call T-Mobile and say, "Hey, look, I'm going international. What kind of can I change my rate plan? Can I add something to it?" Um, but I forgot. So we'll we'll see how uh, how it goes. So, so look, Derek just said beat Bama. So I think you know I know we got to go to break here in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. When we come back, man. We're going to get into this Bama game. Yeah, so listen in. I don't know Let's why. Let's talk about our plan for going to the game, too. Well, how know? about this? How about Dolphin Derek jump on, on our, our show? Dolphin Derek, why don't you uh, oh, yeah. shoot an shoot email? Him, I'll shoot him a link, man. Why don't you pop on, man, and stop being a little homer? You know, you're over there making comments. <laughs> why don't you get on the show? <laughs> jump on, bro. That's how we do here in the Kang game. So listen, everybody, we're getting ready to go to break. Uh, we're 16 and a half minutes into it. Um, good to be back. Always good to be talking, chopping it up with my boy, Dirty Bird. Uh, if we can get Dolphin Derek on the line, that'd be good as well. Um, so stay tuned real quick. We'll be right back here on the Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 145, Slam Radio. Shout out to the Amigo. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that. I call him Tunga Vailo. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your Social Security number or bank account or send money in any form cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva potra, la caballota, la reina y mi queen. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
You know, I was getting ready to uh, play that Eminem. Guess who's back? Back Back again. (laughs) Tell your friend. (laughs) No, anyway. So, you know, you know, Bird, you know, like like we were just talking about before we went to break, uh, the beat Bama thing. And I don't know if you were to poll 100 people, 100 University of Miami fans, like legitimate fans, not like, let me use the right word, not homers, right? Like, like, like legitimate fans who know the game of football. Where would you rate out of a hundred people? Kind of a little family feud here. Like, what is the percentage that think we actually beat Bama? Oh, and, and again, I'm talking legitimate, legitimate fans. Ten percent. Yeah, I'm I was really, thinking. Some, yeah, I was thinking somewhere around fifteen percent that actually think we actually have a chance. I'm yeah. one of those. Again, yeah, we've, talked, we've talked about it. You know, we, we know what we have. We know what we have returning. We know what they've lost. Again, it's still Alabama, but at the same time, like, why not? I didn't expect Ohio State to come out and buggy stomp Clemson last year in the playoff game. Sheesh. Did not see that happening, right? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people saw that happening. Okay, so why not Miami beat Bama? Why not? All you got to do is catch lightning in a bottle, man. It, it happens, but I right? Think we have, I, listen, I think we have the talent. I think mm-hmm. we have the coaching. I think we have the ability. I don't think we have the like the, the home field advantage being up there in Atlanta. I think that's going to be more Bama. But oh, you yeah. know, but you know what? Listen, they put their cleats on, they put the shoulder pads on, they strap that helmet up the same way the University of Miami does. So, so the Canes have a big following in Atlanta, right? Like Correct. The, the alumni group and everything. Like, there's a big following. One time for Mel B. Yeah. <laughs> even still, you know, I still think we're looking at the 70-30 split. You know, for for them because this is a okay. this is a home game to them, man. Pretty and, much opening you know, weekend. You know what I mean? So you know, they're so, used so, to this. They do it every year. Yeah. So so let's let, let's talk about let's talk about the actual going to Alabama. Let's talk about. I mean, going to Atlanta to face Alabama, right? So obviously, Miami came out last week with an email, and uh, you know, kind of kind of told everybody what they're going to do, where they're going to pick, do this, do that, blah blah blah. So. Let's get into the ticket policy here at the University of Miami. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, so, There's Dolphin. So, so Yo, Derek are you in the escape room, Derek? That's nah, like, are you I'm okay? Bed. I'm really in bed, but it's all good. It's all good. He's under the, he's under the covers doing a Dutch oven. I don't know what you're doing under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so Bird, so let, let's figure this out, right? So, obviously, you got the email. You know, tier one, tier two, and tier three. So let's let's talk about this because I just, for the life of me, I cannot fathom how they do this. So I ended up calling the Hurricane Club today, and I said, listen, I didn't tell them who I was. I just said, hey, I have some questions. Got a lady on the phone, and I said, so I understand you have this tier system. And I'm like, I'd like to know more about it. And so I said, I understand tier one is Golden Canes and Luxury Suite members. I said, can you explain to me what a luxury suite is? She's like, oh, well, you know, that's, you know, one of the suites, you know, kind of like up above club level, you know, it's, you know. And I said, well, there's there's also a lot of different suites that you guys offer, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, so what is a field club suite? Oh, well, that's not really luxury. I said, well, it's priced that way. (laughs) And I said, then why do you call it? Field club suite if you're not rewarded as a suite member. Couldn't give me really any answers on it, but you know, I just I'm just trying to ask because 
I want to know. Why is it called Field Club Suite instead of Suite 1, Suite 2, Suite 3, Suite 4, however they work the boxes up in, you know, the mezzanine area? So then, you know, I, I kind of didn't like the answers that she gave me because she's probably just reading that off of a pamphlet about what, what to answer when people answer, right? So I said, so let me ask you about Tier 2. I said, explain to me what Tier 2 is. Okay, well, Tier 2 is – you know, anybody who's a season ticket holder who donates money to the student impact donation fee, that's a tier two. I said, okay. I said, so when you sent out that email, you already had 700 members in that tier two. I said, nobody even gave money yet. So how are they already in tier two? She's like, oh, well, you know, they donated throughout the, you know, beginning of the year and things like that. And I'm like, okay, yada, yada, yada. Maybe someone donated through basketball. So I get it, right? It's not a problem. So then I'm like, so tier three, I said, so tier three is pretty much anybody who just is a season ticket holder, correct? And she's like, yeah. So I'm like, I want to know, like, if I donated a hundred dollars, like you guys require, then I'm moving to tier two, right? She goes, yes. I said, well, how do you base or how do you rank? Cause you guys have a ranking system, correct? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we have a ranking system. I said, so can you tell me my rank? Oh, well, I can't give you that information. I'm like, of course you can't because it's a scam. <laughs> Like, if I donate money, you should see my name. You should see my account number. You should see, like, I don't care if there's 6,000 people in Tier 2. I, you should tell me where I, I fall. I don't care if it's 2973. Like, I should have at least a number inside that tier. Same thing like Dolphin Derek. If he donates money, you know, because I said, well, how do you do your ranking system? Well, it's predicated on tenure, how much you give, you know, <laughs> where your seats are, things like that. I said, oh, Okay. I said, so you're telling me, so if I give $100, I get to pick on, on, on Monday, June 14th at 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, so you're telling me that your ranking system is based on tenure, lo lo location, blah, blah, blah. I said, so how many people are picking at 11 o'clock? Oh, well, whoever donated $100. I said, so why do you have a ranking system? You're just telling everybody, hey, look, give us $100, and you all get to pick Monday at 11. That's rough, man. No, it gets better. Oh, yeah. A lot better. <laughs> but wait, better. there's more. But wait, um, there's more. Oh, my there gosh, is. there's more. I said, so your email says that everybody gets to pick out 11. Well, yeah, but based on how much you give, you could pick at 9 o'clock. Really? Where did I see that on the email? I didn't see that on the email. Me neither. Did you see that, Bird? Like, nope. Where, where in there does it say, well, if you donate this amount, you can pick at 9 o'clock? Huh. Forget to mention that throughout all your emails. So literally, I just threw that out here on the Kang Gang Radio Show in front of everybody. But I mean, like, bro, literally, like, so they couldn't. Number one, they couldn't give me my ranking, like where I'm ranked at and how they do their ranking system. Again, I think it's a farce. How do I know? Because you're telling me that I moved up into tier two, and then my rank is somewhere in there. Because why? Because you're telling me. How do I know? Show me your books. Like, am I allowed to go look at your books and look at your ranking system to see exactly where I am? I want to see if 5,000 people gave you $100, that's 50 grand. Show me where everybody moved up to. And then if I donate more, do I, do I get to move up more? Probably not. But well, yeah, bro. They should at least show you your, your status. If you sign on your account, it Correct. should show where you're ranked. It don't matter where I'm ranked or dirty. You know, if you sign on, it should be yourself. And that's where they're hiding. <laughs> Because there is no ranking. I got I got four low le lower level seats and a green parking pass. Man, I'm at like the tail end of of being able to yeah. of hey. being able to pick. 
like, so man. the funny thing, Dodie, is um, Derek and I have the same time and date, and Derek's been a little bit longer season ticket, or he gives a little yep. more than me. So, I mean, it, there's definitely a lot of room for improvement in this system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, you uh, the Hurricane Club, listen, no disrespect to them. They're just doing their due diligence. They're doing their job. They tweeted out today, today's your last day to, to donate your $100 to move up into Tier 2, right? So, mind you, I had already talked to Dolphin Derek earlier this morning. So, I guess he had tweeted tweeted at him like a bunch of eyes, you know, and some like some emojis. Well, I guess they ended up DMing Derek and be like, well, hey, you know, this is so-and-so from the Hurricane Club, and I would love to talk to you and your friend Kane Fan Co. and kind of explain to you how the process works. And I think it's something like, you know, I know you guys won't be satisfied with it, but, you know, I'd still like to tell you how it works. Like, yeah. What are you going to tell me? It's the same thing you told me at Florida. Like, it's a scam, bro. It's literally a scam. So besides all that, moving forward, we're ready to get our tickets for Alabama, you know, Monday at 11 o'clock. Uh, Lord willing, you know, we'll see what happens. And obviously there's a couple sections that I would like to try to get into. Obviously the end zone would be first and foremost priority for me. Um, but again, you know, now that I know that there's people picking at 9 a.m., that really kind of puts me in a, in a, in a predicament because now I'm kind of mad. And I'm not going to go buy them on StubHub. But besides all that, we're going to be there. We're going to be supporting. We're going to be wearing that orange and green. We're going to be at Varsity's eating chili cheese dog with coleslaw. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, so, I mean, listen. My fat guy roaring there. Listen, hey, the don't they day, have apple pies, too? They do have oh, apple yeah. pies, man. Apple and peach, bro. Yeah. But this might sound disgusting by, by all means, but McDonald's used to have phenomenal apple pies. Yeah, just saying. No more. I'm just saying, though. They used to have phenomenal apple pies. That's funny. So, Bird, wh- where are you looking to stay at when you get up there? Uh, I think I'm going to be at the well, – I don't know. Hotels are going like crazy up there. I looked in the, at yeah. everything. I already got my plane tickets, but uh, I think I'm going to be at the Crown Plaza there right off of uh, – Oh, big right Georgia South Campbell. Big yeah. baller. Yeah, big points, bro. Points. Oh, <laughs> big baller. I'm at that no. Motel 6 down in downtown. No, there. you're not. I know where you're staying at. You're at the Georgian. That's too I, funny. Where I, you uh, at, Dolphin? Did you already get a hotel? Uh, oh, yeah. I've been booked for four months. Um, I'm yeah. The Claritin Hotel. I think that point Where's four, that at? Point four miles from the the stadium. So I, I could walk to the stadium. So that will be nice. I'm literally yeah. – I think, Bird, I think you and I are a block away, you know, from each other. Um, you know, a block or two away. We're, we're definitely within like a couple-minute walking distance. Uh, from each other, so we definitely have to link up when we get there. So I'm just debating. Derek, you driving? Or you flying? Uh, as of right now, drive. See, I, I'm debating. I don't know if I want to drive or if I want to just catch a flight and an Uber. Yeah. Um, I'm you, on you know, vacation, again, and it's a long weekend. You have Memorial Day weekend. I almost listen. So this might sound stupid, but I almost talked about not coming back until like Tuesday night yeah, and catching tra- that that old Miss game on Monday night. Ooh, I, I'm I'm there through Monday. We're gonna go to Stone Mountain probably Sunday. Yeah, yeah, And I know I didn't even think about the Ole Miss case. That might be so. So I have two things. If I drive, like, and again, this is just hypothetical. Since the game's at three thirty, if I drive uh, after the game, whatever, blah blah blah. I'm hoping so. Florida State and Notre Dame play at seven thirty on Sunday night. <laughs> I'm thinking about potentially if I don't stay up there on until Monday. Trying to go to Doke and catching that Florida State Notre Dame game, bro. <laughs> are you yeah. gonna be wearing orange or green? One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, even, like, there's man. no. There's no debating that. You know, and the funny thing too is, speaking of the Florida State, 
Are you guys looking at tickets yet? Have you guys looked into tickets or gotten tickets yet? Because the nah. prices are the prices are going up. Yeah, like yeah, I, I looked I, online today and the prices are going up. I yeah. Once they yeah. lose the first two games, they'll go back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would hope. <laughs> well, uh, I was looking at that those row one seats, and uh, I think it was like section eighteen or something. Sixteen, was, maybe sixteen. Section sixteen, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, damn, I'm about to buy these, and I like sent a message to Cole about them. And then our boy Kane's chief was like, hey, I got my tickets for FSU. Locked in. I was like, <laughs> bro, those are these exact tickets we were looking at last night, man. But you know, shout out to him, man. He's 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 a good dude. He's gonna bring his he brings his son to one game every year. Yeah, we, we to, caught him last time. Me and Cole. Yeah, we got. To, yeah, we, I we think got that was his first game. Wasn't that his first game? game? Yeah, I yeah, think well, so. He, he was decked out in the Bubble Bowl in Jersey, and Bubba came over and showed him some love and everything. Yeah, so yeah. That's all. That's always good to see the kids. You know, get shown some love, man. So. That's why I got to start bringing Grayson. Maybe you know, they'll come hang, maybe they'll come out hang out with me. Like that's why Derek brings Ethan all the time because oh, you know, no. he just throws Ethan out there. You know, like Ethan, 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 go, Ethan, Ethan. So uh, Ethan maybe has start, that stuff though, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Ethan's getting to the point now. I think he's yeah. Maybe he's, he's getting too old for that. He don't want to do that no more. He's like, well, leave me alone, he, Dad. It's not even that he's getting too old. He, he's almost bigger than his father. So oh. soon, yeah. soon the players are gonna be like. Yeah, I Who know. You? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his father will get the picture instead of him. Uh, and that's one thing about Derek, too, if you don't realize, like, you always see pictures with Ethan with a lot of people, but you don't see a lot of pictures with Derek, right? Like, I, I mean, again, and we always we always link up together. We're usually at the same hotel, whatever the case may be, you know? So, like, I'm always taking photos with the players, you know? Like, and Derek's usually just taking them with Ethan, you know? So, um, hey, dirty, start- dirty. I take them for Cole too. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it looks better than taking a selfie, bro. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all it's definitely good like that, man. So, so, so let me ask you this. So, Derek, going in, going up against Bamo, what's your like legitimate like prediction? So, you know, if you asked me this last year, if we played them last year. I don't think we had a chance, even lose if we by, no lose by 60. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, not because we, the way we play, just, you know, no way, man. Yeah. 80% of their roster is different. Their quarterback is brand new. That's what's going to help us. You know, the problem yep. is, it, yes, they lost 80% of their roster, but 80% of their backups and four strings could start at any division one school. Yep. But they don't have the playing time. So how much is that going to come into a factor, you know? So. You know, I, I look at it like this, man. All it takes is you look at Bryce Young, and I, and I think he has the goods, right? Obviously, highly touted, highly recruited, going to Bama. You, you must be doing something right. But all it takes is for you to get rocked one or two times. Yeah. You know, you get, you get big-eyed. You start dropping the ball. Um, you know, anything can happen. And, again, you know, not having Najee Harris, not having Dickerson and Leatherwood yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. not having the defensive line and the defensive backs that you've had the last couple of years. Like, again, like we've, we've mentioned, if there was ever a time to play him, the time is now. Yeah. Um, and, and, and speaking of the time is now, the time now is to go to break. Got to go to break. Got to make sure that uh, everything gets, uh, you know, accounted for. So, Bird, take us to break and uh, we'll be back in about 30 seconds. All right, you're listening to the, the Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, Channel 145. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. 
Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad though. idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometime. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
You know, we go to break, but we actually just hit the mute button so we can keep on rolling. <laughs> so <laughs> we take a stretch. We take a stretch and a yawn. All right. Oh man. So so Derek, I don't know what I just did. I just did something. I just completely lost my screen. Oh, there we are. We still got so you. so so Derek. So you're you're on vacation right now. Talk, talk to me about what what you've been doing. Why you on vacation? I know you went to Gainesville because this is the next the next topic I wanted to get into. Oh, the Miami Hurricanes. Baseball? We are going baseball. Baseball. Oh, man. Because you know what? It just literally finished up <sighs> and uh, it's brutal. So, but it's been up and down all year. It's been so inconsistent. What a, so, so, Derek, you went to Florida, right? So, obviously, watching the Gators lose the first night to South Florida, watching Miami win literally in college baseball, a 1 0 baseball game in college baseball, literally is, I don't want to say unheard of, but like yeah. it's solid pitching, it's good defense. It's a tough Miami, win. It's a tough win, right? So Miami yeah. wins the first game. You're thinking, wow, you know, you're kind of in the driver's seat. And then you come out and you watch Florida get annihilated. Yeah. And like, bro, like you literally By that got, same team, you just won nothing. They went off for almost 20 runs. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, we actually have a legitimate shot to go to the Super Regionals. So you being there, tell me about that. Tell me how it was. Well, the first night was, I mean, a pitching duel is exciting to watch. But if you're a true fan, it's nerve-wracking as hell. Yeah. You know? You know, back in the day, you used to love watch Greg Maddox pitch. But if you're the other team, you, you would go crazy, man. But yeah. um, you're right. And then the second game came, and the hitting never came. Where did the hitting come yeah. from? You know, we, bottom line. Yeah. I think I think the stat was one for 23 with runners in scoring position. Yeah. Awful. And that's the way it's been all year. That's what, you know, as soon as, as, soon as Florida lost and they went out, right, you know, at the time, right, they they were out. They were out of their own regional. We were in the driver's seat, right? We yeah. controlled our own destiny. And uh, and just in the messages I was having, I'm a Gator fan that I, that I exchange messages with all the time. And I was, I was like, oh, you want to talk about it? Send him the message. And he's like, oh, yeah, they got us. And I said, well, look, I said, I, I already know what's going to happen with our team. And it pains me to say that. Yeah. But I already knew. Like, I knew that there was there – was, if there's a way to find out how to just screw something up royally – this year's baseball team knew, knew the way to do it. Right? But listen, I mean, li- listen, USF and uh, South Alabama, those boys were scrappy. Good programs. They balled. Yeah. You know, I don't know about USF, but South Alabama, they their pride is baseball. That's their bread mm-hmm. and money. So yeah, you know, and look, they were a good program, right? And you know, like yeah. you gotta you gotta give them all the respect in the world. But you know, look, let's let's be real on a talent and a roster basis. Oh yeah, on we're paper. better program. On paper, we, should have, we were we should have yeah. won it but uh you know yeah i mean just you know mental errors and you know not getting guys on at home when you get them on base i mean like you said the the, the runners in scoring position we just always leave them out there all season and that's uh that's what kills us man and it's it's been brutal so how do we fix that in college baseball we <laughs> did it in football right we needed a quarterback yeah. an offensive minded guy we got him but is college baseball different i don't know there's no changes coming yeah you know, we, we, got, we, we haven't gotta, seen Huge vote of confidence, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, look, as long as the money's coming in and, you know, it's almost to me, you know, and I, I don't I don't want to bash on Blake here. It's almost to me like Blake just, you know, cares about having, you know, about programs that make money and that are that are healthy, right? He doesn't care about winning, right? Like, yeah, he was know. there. Paul he D. was at all the baseball games. Yeah. Like Paul D to me, Paul D cared about winning, <laughs> you know, yeah. even though he was he was fighting Thad and, 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 and all them, but. You know, he cared about winning, man, and you know, put the programs in a position to win. And but here's the thing: seems like it's okay when we lose. 
it shouldn't be okay, right? Because at the end no. of the day, your programs are funded through your fans. It's it's funded through again season ticket holders, whether it's football, baseball, basketball. If you look at the basketball program and you look at the baseball program, right? Listen, I know we had Jim Morris who kind of at the end of his career kind of fell off. Really was we weren't that good, right? Then you get Gino in here. And what have we done? Like Nothing. we're lethargic, right? Well, it's really, it's been the, the, the whole, se- the whole season has been the same, you, you know, again, you had an opening weekend win at Florida and you thought, Oh, we're going to Omaha. Right. And then you get blown out like 35 to two against Florida state, you know, yeah, but you've yeah. seen it all year. Right. Same thing with the basketball program. Like our basketball program hasn't been good in probably four years. At yeah. what point do you say, Hey, look, and, and look, I, Look at Florida State, right? Willie Taggart had two years, didn't do anything. You're gone. Yeah, they got to eat that. Year and a half. Year and a half. You know what I mean? Like, they cut ties. Got to go. You know? What are we waiting for? Why are we waiting? (laughs) At some point, like, you got to cut ties and move forward. I'll I'll tell you this, though. Like, to me, we play basketball in the best conference that there is in a – beautiful city that should be an easy an easy recruit target right and it's an international destination should we should be we should be capitalizing on international players that are coming in you know and we're we're basically at the bottom of the acc in basketball most seasons right so we should be a basketball powerhouse baseball too you know talk about being an international destination again like our baseball and basketball programs should be elite right just just based just based on where we are right and the fact we're a private institution and there's you know, but we just continue to, you know, to, to drop the ball and get embarrassed. That's a yeah. good point. No, that, that's a great point. I, and, and again, I don't know what the answer is because at the end of the day, like, is hey, anything going to change? I know the answer. They can shoot out an email and ask for more donations. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, for the life of me, you, you know, it was the same. Listen, I understand they got to generate money for the school, right? There, there's got to be a way to generate money. You know, they, they said, oh, you know, because of your donation, you know, 80, 80 student athletes graduated. Granted, that's what we're here for. But you're really trying to hold people hostage by making them give extra money in order to move up. Yeah. Now, now that's a problem that I have, and that's just getting off track, but yeah. we do that all the time. You know, but going back to the baseball situation, you know, you got a stellar recruiting class coming in next year and the following year. Um, you have to be able to keep these kids that are committed to Miami for baseball instead of being like, well, we're not doing good, so they're just going to go somewhere else. Like, or go to the draft. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it, it's horrible yeah. to think about where we've, where we've been. Like, we, we've, we've fallen so far from when we were so prominent – you know, like Derek, you know, um, and Bert, I don't know how long you've been watching Kane's baseball. Um, you know, but again, like when we when we when we lost that streak of, of the regionals, it just seems like ever since then things have just completely gone downhill. Yeah. You know, we went to Omaha a couple of years ago. Again, we played Florida, got beat twice. Like again, no hitting. Like at mm-hmm. what point do you look for a new hitting coach? But yeah. as as a player, why do you need a hitting coach? You know what you're doing. So so Derek, let me ask you this. What does a hitting coach do? <laughs> so, well, at college level, you're right. You know what you have to do. Yeah. You know, in the pros, you're getting paid. If you don't hit, you don't get paid. Correct. So, I yeah. mean, you're, that, that's a great point. But I, well, don't I think know. a lot of the time, the, the that's a coach, great question, dude. 
I think a lot of times the hitting coach calls out what the opposing pitcher, what you're going to see from him and how they, how they're going to throw you. Right. I mean, you know, and that's the only thing I can really think that they're, that they're doing. Cause you know, I mean, technique and all that. I mean, you know, yeah, you can work on that in BP, but you know, there's not really a lot to, to so do that. So that goes back, that goes back to my comment a couple of weeks ago, bird, like Rob Likens, right? He's a wide receiver coach. What are you teaching these kids as a wide receiver coach? Cause obviously yeah. they're not catching the ball. So what are you teaching them? Like how to run routes? Again, yeah. these are all things that they've learned from Pop Warner through middle school, through high school. Like I don't understand some of these position coaches on what they actually do. Yeah, they teach I, I them don't. how to. They teach them how to take pictures at gas stations. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Bro. Do I have the best pose? Is that, is that the pose? Uh, yeah, there you go. You gotta put your arms <laughs> down like this. The arms down like this. <laughs> oh my god! So I will. I will say something though. And as, as messed up as the NCAA is in everything that they do, and even they've got a lot of bad stuff in baseball too. Like the what is it, twelve and a half scholarships that we get? You know, to to fill out a baseball roster, and was it three uh, full time coaches is all we're allowed to have? Like, That's just crazy. doesn't. Just it makes absolutely no sense. But for all that, I, I will say that the uh, the tournament is. The be- is the best tournament in, in, in college athletics. You know, the way that they do it with, you know, the regionals, the super regionals, and then Omaha is is just, it's you amazing. Know, you know, I, I had this conversation a lot this weekend in Gainesville. Um, when I was growing up and I was Ethan's age, my father used to bring me to Gables year after year, and there was always six to eight teams in the regionals. There was no super regional. Right. And it, it was some of the greatest baseball. I don't like the super regionals. I no, like- I don't, I don't like it either. I like the six to eighteen bracket and let them beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, no. and it just—I saw some amazing baseball back then, and I'm not saying it's not good now because I saw some good baseball this weekend. But yeah, I, I think it takes a little from the game. But I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to watch them go through the brackets to get to yeah. Omaha. That's for sure. So, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It should be interesting moving forward on what they do. Um, I was watching the, and I hate to say this, but I, <laughs> I was watching the Women's College World Series. I, I kind of get into the softball thing, you know what I mean? Oh, just, they get it going. It. Dude, yeah. they balling. They balling. Yeah. So, obviously, Florida State's in the – How know, do we not have a softball team? Don't have a uh, feel for it. Why don't, we have okay. a men's so- why don't we have a men's soccer team? Well, you're right. Yeah. Well, we, have a, we have a women's soccer team. <laughs> so, <laughs> just – just throwing can't it they, out there. Can't they just play in the same place. <laughs> just throwing it out there, bro. Like you're in, you're in Miami. You don't think a lot of kids down there that, like, that play soccer, soccer? In Miami. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm just. Our we kicker. don't have a men's soccer. I, I'm kicker. just saying. We just don't have a. We don't have a men's soccer team, and we don't have a women's softball team. But we have a diving team. We have we have pools. We can dive. But uh, I was watching the um, women's college world series. Florida State's in the in the you know final against Oklahoma. I think they ended up losing tonight, but they won last night. Yeah, they but lost. They lost tonight, right? Um, Six two, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're they're playing for the national championship tomorrow. And, and you know, Florida State had a good Sooners. softball team. Boomer Sooner. Sooner. Oh Sooner. my word, Boomer Sooner. Um, <laughs> God bless, look, man. You got you know, look when you're a Canes fan though. Like anytime you hear anything, like I could see them like have intramural debate, <laughs> and I could hear that Florida State lost intramural debate. And be, be happy and be like, be like, yep, good. Glad they lost. Or Florida that they lost. Yep, glad they lost. Good. <laughs> you know, and, and, a, and a whole different topic. Disney World is dropping 
their social distancing like markers. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Where, I'm actually where'd going, that come from, man? Just think, I was, <laughs> I was actually scrolling through something and I just saw Disney World. So just, <laughs> I'm going Sunday. I'm actually going to Magic Kingdom on nice. Sunday. Nice. So things are starting to get back. When you can go back to Magic Kingdom, you know that things are starting to get back to normal. Like it's nice. starting to get back to normal. Yep. Okay. They, they, they lifted their mask, right? They did. So you don't have to wear a mask. So SeaWorld and Universal dropped them 100%. Uh, Disney, I still think you have to wear them when you're in the queue lines and going on rides, which makes no sense to me, but whatever, you know, so things are starting to get back to normal. So yep. I might ride, I might go to Aquatica late Saturday or hit SeaWorld Saturday night um, and then catch Magic Kingdom on Sunday. Yep. So, you know, uh, we're, we're literally what, 84 days, give or take 85 days away, 88 days, 88 yep. days, 88 days. We are, we wait. are. We are Polindi days away from football. <laughs> He's still in Colorado State, man. He is. Him and uh, Scott Patchett. Him and Patchett. Yeah. Patch is the wonder, man. I, I, I just I want to see Patch keep going, man. I, Bro. I, you know, I hope he finds a way to play next season too, man. Like Can you imagine? <laughs> the greatest story ever, man. Oh you guys like gosh. a nine-year college football vet. I'm this is year seven, that. right? This is year seven. He's a golden yeah. recruit, 2014. <laughs> He's a tier water. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he could get tickets, man. You know what? You know, I know. You know what we need to do? We need to we need to post on Twitter like today, like just a random number 88. Like that's why I thought of Polindi, right? And every yeah. day moving forward, find a randomest number, like whoever it is, and say, We are so and so away from, from kickoff. Yep. <laughs> like who really knows who Polindi is, right? Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I do, right? We do. But, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> Colorado bro, State Rams. Gosh, man. Like, tomorrow, 87. I mean, I mean, obviously, people think of Reggie Wayne right off the bat, right? Util Green, right? Util, well, Util Green. Green. Dolphin um, draft pick. Correct. Bust. He blew, his knee, <laughs> Very he, blew much so. he blew his knee out twice. What do you expect? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So, here's my thing, right? Util Green blows his knee out twice, and he just quits football. Frank Gore blows his knee out twice, and he's third leading rusher in the NFL. <laughs> like, in history. <laughs> like, it's yeah. literally where, it's where your mind is, right? It's where Gold your mind jacket is. wearing. Bruh. Yeah. Do we think Check. he's going to get signed this year, guys? Somebody told me that he, he wants to play for a competitor, so he's had some teams reach out to him, but he, he really wants to play he for just, a competitor. He needs to go to the Pats, and he completes the whole AFC East. That's, yeah. that's true. <laughs> Although yeah. I would – I would like to see him go back to San Francisco. San Fran and, finish, and retire. Finish, finish his career in, in, yeah, yeah. in San Fran. Who that would they, be interesting. Who do they have right now? Mossert. Yeah. Is it Mossert? You think got McKinnon still? Raheem. Yeah, Raheem Mossert. Oh, no, McKinnon's out. McKinnon's not there. McKinnon's anymore. out. I think it's Raheem Mossert's over there. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you want him? His work ethic alone with these Yeah, and he's a Niner great. legend. Yeah. Wait till they sign uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I still – so, all right, so let's ask that one real quick. You know – you guys think he's a Packer or somewhere else? Somewhere else. Oh, uh, he already said he don't want to play for the guy. I think he's but, gonna be a pack. I think he's gonna be starting week one for the for the Packers. I think I think Jordan Love. I think I think Aaron ends up somewhere like Denver or somewhere out in Oh well, hold on. Reports today say that Deshaun Watson wants to play in Denver. So I think, I think Deshaun, I think Deshaun Watson Deshaun. wants to play anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right. Deshaun Watson probably wants to go back to Clemson. Oh my word. <laughs> Bro, that's brutal. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, I, you know, and that's something you haven't heard about in the last couple of weeks is really what's going on with Deshaun Watson. At some point, again, 
Like if there was already going to be criminal charges, like you don't you think by this point there would be criminal charges already? Man, absolutely. I'm just saying. How like is poor, even? Poor, poor dudes just been drugged to the bun. Like if he did it, he did it. But at some point, you have to close yeah. this case. I mean, he it's, did it. It's, he did it. But, he has to be held accountable. But here's yeah. the thing: it's not one or two females. They say they have fifteen. Six, that's a lot. Well, oh yeah, that's yeah. just crazy. But some have already like pulled back and stuff. Yeah. I mean. Look, you don't you don't really know that. I don't think anybody's going to know the truth as to what that is, and I don't know if that truth's in Watson's favor or the yeah. you know the alleged victim's favor. You know, it's it's oh. a money grab, bro. I think it's a money yeah. grab. So, so speaking of money grab, Bill's got to get paid here on SiriusXM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We are going to gedaddle. That's a good word for right now. We're going to gedaddle. We're going to take the night off, but we're going to see you in five minutes. That's right. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> we'll Deuces. catch you. In a, we'll catch you in a minute. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva Potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuyo. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All 
right, everybody, we're back. Second hour on the Kang Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. Had a lot to talk about in the first hour. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the show. We got our boy, Brad Tejada. If you guys don't know him, man, that's my boy. It's like my little brother. You know, you can you follow right? him. You can follow him at Tejada Brad on Twitter, also on Kane's Insight. And joining the Kang Gang Show, and I know it probably bothers him a little bit, be coming on the Kane Gang Show. But, <laughs> our, boy, but our boy, John Pirtle, FSU fan. We come take this one over too, you know, ain't no thing. Oh no. No. What's up, boys? Obviously, listen, we can do it here because no one can see it. We go, oh <laughs> listen. Line, line it up. Hey, hey guys, listen, appreciate you guys hopping on the show, man. Appreciate it. Of course, appreciate man. Pre- appreciate uh, appreciate you guys for having me on, being back with the family. You know, always, uh, man. It's, you it's, already, it's, already know it's great. It's all Kane's football, but we just oh. got to make we got to make sure with the uh, with JP on, we got to repeat ourselves at least four times because you know oh, yeah, he likes yeah. things four in a row. No, no, no. They, they <laughs> like things. They like things four in a row. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, don't do me all the way in like that, but so, you know. So look, this is our 39th episode. I think this is the very first time, though, Pertle. You are you are one of one. Of a, of, a, of a non-cane, you're the first non-cane to jump up here. You're still our boy, no doubt. I know. So the, yeah. The first I mean, non-cane I mean, to jump me, on the show. Me, listen, me and Derek have talked about it and whatnot. And like, you know, obviously Derek knows when, when you know, you'll probably see my daughter and my wife come out and what the hell are you doing? You know, so you know, when I, come this time, like I'm off the grid. I'm either doing computer work or this. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. So yeah, let's, uh, let's see. So, let, let's, let's see talk what he's about. talking so, about. So, B, obviously, you know, there's a lot of recruiting going on right now. Obviously, Florida State, and, and listen, to to their defense, and I got to give them mad props, they literally instilled, like, midnight madness, right? You know, just – and I used to follow that in basketball. Like, college basketball, mm-hmm. midnight madness, like, that was the dopest. I would stay up and wait for that and watch that. And next thing you know, Florida State says, you know what? We're going to open up the doors, midnight madness. We're going to have like these kids come in. They're going to go to sleep in another hour because it's midnight, right? Because those <laughs> kids are going to sleep. But listen, that was a great opportunity for Florida State to kind of get some kids up there um, and, and really get the ball rolling for, for FSU for midnight madness. Brad, what do you think about how they how they pulled that off? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day with Mike Norvell, the, the type of program he's overcoming and, and what he has under him, you have to be – creative and and in a sense he kind of took a page out of Manny Diaz's playbook and when you look at Manny Diaz when he first became the head coach for the University of Miami he did things like the yacht right and the whole wrestling event and and, and bringing these events together right so you have to you have to find a way to to kind of you know you gotta find a way unfortunately to to play along with the circus and between that between between the tri-wheeler between the tri-wheeler Hey man, between the twi reeler that that they rented for for the night, you know they had to give back after the night. They only rented it for six hours. I'm pretty sure they had a bounce house. They had a bounce house there. Uh, so. Listen now, now Brad, you say all this, you say all this right now. Let's not remind ourselves. Did you guys just have a rock climbing seminar last week? You guys are- you guys are literally no. in, in year three of Manny Diaz holding rock climbing seminar. And then right. he and then he found the one suite we did, we hope nobody saw. And, and, and you know what's I mean, crazy? You know what's crazy is we let four people go in a row. You, you know think you know think you know things about four in a row, right? I mean, you know, I mean, literally, literally, that's what it's all about right now. We got rock climbing seminars down at the pool game. So, so there- <laughs> <laughs> go. 
I want shit. I want to take that last one. Oh, my God. All right. So this is great, right? So, <laughs> I mean, listen, you guys had the Midnight Madness. You guys brought in the spider. You know, you guys did your little thing. You know, we had a cookout. You know, we 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 cooked some burgers. You the spider. That was a slingshot. Yeah, it was a slingshot. slingshot. You, know, you, know, you, you still look like a spider. Still look like a spider. The offensive <laughs> line, the offensive lineman they were going after ended up slingshotting out of Tallahassee. <laughs> right out of there. So listen, <laughs> our, our our little our little hashtag we ran didn't work out too well. <laughs> we we didn't retweet it enough. <laughs> so listen, at the end of the day, both programs are trying to do stuff to collectively get more people to the University of Florida State or to the University of Miami, right? This is where the rivalry gets good because without the Miami FSU rivalry, I don't care if they're both down, they both have bad programs, bad seasons. It's that, it's that competition, it's that blood that brings out the best in both programs when they play each other, right? So when I look at Florida State, and John, we had talked about this earlier, like moving forward into this season and potentially next season, you guys finally got a decent quarterback in Mackenzie Milton, right? I don't know. Listen, I don't know if, you know, if he gets sacked, you know, if someone's going to say, hey, you know, you need a lift, hop on over because he only has one leg. I don't know what's going to happen with that, right? But, like, you, Mackenzie you, Milton. You, you, realize, you realize King's got one leg too now, right? <laughs> I'd rather take King's one leg than, than again, bro. He's back. <laughs> so, so, listen, what is your take on Mackenzie Milton leading the FSU offense compared to someone like, Jordan Travis, uh, Purdy, and even finally getting rid of Blackman and kind of see what you guys are going to do moving forward. I mean, honestly, I mean, when when he came available and, and it was looking like it was trending our direction, I mean, I, I'm, I was all for it. I mean, I, I love Jordan Travis, but, like, let's be real here. Like, the arm talent is not there. Like, you know, I don't know if in the offseason you can develop the arm talent to where you can play at this level, but, you know, Legs are only going to get you so far, you know, right. like, you know, even somebody like Dariq King, like his legs are phenomenal, but his arm talent is, you know, it's, it's, it's up there with it. So you can actually, you know, play the real game, you know, you're a dual threat, not just a one dimensional, like I'm going to, uh, you're a scat running back is all you yeah. are, you know? Right. And uh, with Milton, you know, and, you know, just the, just the brain that he brings to the table, you know, and like, you know, who knows how his legs going to be and who knows how our offensive line is going to be, but like, you know, the ability and, and, you know, I'm a big proponent of in-game experience. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sit on the bench. You learn, you know, wait your turn and whatnot. Even, listen, you either got it or you don't, you know, and you're going to take your lumps as a freshman and whatnot, but we're dealing with somebody that's literally has years of experience under his belt, you know, and like, yeah. he's going to know how to respond in those tough, tough situations, you know, and like, if we're down, you know, are we going to fold? Like you got, you know, somebody with Milton's experience, you know, that, you know, Plus, I, I believe his mental capacity for the game is going to be able to, you know, I, I said I said it to you today about it, you know, and I'm like, you know, Norvell's killing it right now in the offseason, doing all these camps and whatnot, like, you know, and I know it's kind of the gray area and whatnot, but best believe the big boys are out there right now, you know, and like, you know, Kirby ain't on the, you know, he's not holding a, you know, a cookout right now or, you know, like he's installing plays right now, you know, yeah. it's, you know it's, it's, it's the unsaid and whatnot, you, you know, listen, to get to that next level, you got to play in the gray area, you know, and like yeah. I would be Mackenzie Milne would be, you know, at my house every single night eating dinner at me, you know, you know, and literally going over playbooks. What do you know? What do you see here? What do we need to learn? You know, and like because look, we're, we're 90 days away from like sink or swim, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of a rock in a hard place, you know, and I said, like, you know, we need to pull back all the extracurricular stuff. But like, what do you say? <laughs> 
Stop. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Dolphins. Right, was all of this in the first hour, man. Listen, man, so, listen. So for those hey, of you hey. can't see. So and listen, I'm not even going to touch it, but this is a national champion. You know, we've got to win. So, like, oh, God. Oh, God. so, so we're on the radio. I got I to gotta read Dolphin's, uh, Dolphin Derek's quote out. Remember, Dolphin was on the first hour. Yes. Maybe That's Milton right. will share his natty experience That's from right. UCF listen, with FSU. Listen, he's got, a, he's got a picture of the ring on his phone, and he can show oh, all them pictures. Listen, I can, I can Google and Photoshop anything, all too, right? All I got to say is, it, it fits that Florida State <laughs> University that was once a women's school's quarterback is named McKenzie. No! McKenzie. <laughs> I mean, shit. And he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he walks with a limp, so you know he's been through a, a lot, right? Stop, you don't walk with no limp, man. I will drive up to Ocala right now. We'll have a dinner with you right now. We'll talk about that limp. Listen, it won't be in Ocala. It'll be in Gainesville. So. Yeah, even worse. Even worse. You know, how are you up in the middle of the lines then up there with all them hooligans up there? Like, there you go, baby. Can gang. So, so Brad, let, let me let me ask you this, right? So, obviously, and I'm going to agree, and I hate to, to agree with FSU fans, but I'm going to agree that FSU right now has the ninth ranked best recruiting class for 2022. They have eight solid commitments. Miami's only got two. Obviously, we got Jacory Brown, we got Quan Lee. Where do you see Miami moving forward? Do you, let me let me rephrase the question. Do you see Miami having better recruiting class at the end of the cycle than FSU? And why? I mean, I, me personally, I think absolutely. But at the end of the day, it, it really comes down to how the schedule plays out and how you play on the football field. Um, I think, you know, as much jokes have we, as we've been saying about Florida State, Norvell and Tallahassee is doing a very good job as far as building that momentum and that spirit back in Tallahassee where what he's kind of have on his resume as a Florida State Seminole is not very fear much. Fear the spear. Right? Fear the spear. It's, 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 not, it's, not, the spear. it's not very much. So, so when you don't have – when you don't have much to show, you have to be a salesman, right? right. You have to sell Al your Golden. program as best as possible. And Norvell's, Norvell's doing a very good job. Where no, he's kind of he's kind of setting up these recruits that he's going after to where all they really need to see left is what Florida State does on the football field. Yeah. If they could progress and they could show that they could consistently win and play with some of the good programs, then they're going to start landing some good players and you're going to – need to watch out for Florida State. I think as a Miami Hurricane fan, we're hoping and wishing that Florida State, you know, ends up with six, seven wins, which me personally, I think that's going to end up happening. Okay. But at the end of the day, I think what Miami's doing is they're kind of in a different spot than what they've been in previously. And they have a full, complete staff now that not only knows what to do on the football field, but you're seeing it right now in the recruiting aspect where we have a lot of guys who know how to build relationships with young men to where it's becoming a huge factor, specifically this current offseason because of the COVID and the off year, where everything they're doing is building relationships over phone calls and Zooms, exactly what we're doing right now. Right. So this dead period that's going on, you're seeing the outcome very quickly. We had probably one of the biggest outcomes of the first day of any college football out, out there talking about the cookout. Talking about this weekend coming up, June 11th, you have 14 recruits that are going to be on hand. Yeah. Just in the cookout alone, you had 16 to 17 four- or five-star guys there. You talk about a guy like Shamar Stewart, who's a five-star. He's been on campus two times within the past 10 days, yeah. and both have been unofficial visits. That's huge. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about four- and five-stars. There's there's two five-stars at FSU that really intrigue me, one being um, Travis Hunter, the Ooh. other one being Sam McCall. Like, And, again – 
Norvell's doing the right things. He's out there. And again, I hated when Jimbo Fisher was at FSU because I thought Jimbo did a phenomenal job um, recruiting against Miami. Obviously, he ended up getting Dalvin Cook. He got Matthew Thomas. You know, yeah. So, I mean, he ended up getting people. And now he's doing the same thing over. What's up? What's up, Harper? Uh, She's <laughs> so, going, she going to bed. She's going to bed. Night, night, Harper. She's going to bed. There's Derek. Is he Derek? Tell him good night. <laughs> on a, night, on night. podcast. So, you know, again, you look at people like Travis Hunter and Sam McCall, like like Norvell's doing something good. Now, again, I think it's still going to correlate to if they're going to get wins, if they can get seven, eight wins, I think those kids stick. I don't know if they get two or three wins, if that changes their perspective. John, do you think those two guys there stick if you guys have a subpar under 500 season? Hunter, for sure, without a doubt, he's not wavering. McCall, I'm a little bit more apprehensive about. I mean, I could see, honestly, I could see him going to Obama. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sold. I, I mean, I would love to have them both here, obviously, but I don't, yeah. McCall's, he's definitely the, the outlier. Okay. Know? And depending, like Brad said, depending on how our, our season shakes out, I mean, you know, yeah. we got a rough schedule. So, I mean, we're, the cards are kind of stacked against us yeah. and, you know, you know, even at six or seven wins, like, you know what I mean? That's, you know. Let's be real. I mean, that's 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 not an easy feat. You know what I mean? No. Like we run through a gauntlet, right? You know, right. We open, you know, literally we open again, open up the first week. Like you know, I mean, they were a playoff team last year. Not going to be anywhere near a playoff team this year. But like you know, it's still Notre Dame. You know what right. I mean? And like you know, how do you respond from that? And like you know, just like it, recruiting is momentum. You know, right. like you know, we have it right now. But like you can lose it and you know really quickly. You know, and like yeah. I, you know, I also wanted to say too. I mean, it, it's kind of a it's it's kind of surprising to see, you know, like everybody trolls right now that UM's only got two recruits. But like I'm actually like that's a smart move by Manny. Right oh yeah. Now. Like, you know, you guys have always been grab everybody, you know, whenever like you de- de- <laughs> literally decommit you. Like take anybody anytime and like don't worry about like you, you know, if they decommit or not. But like now you you control your momentum this way, you know. You're right. not you're not just taking anybody, take anybody to get the retweets and likes and like you're worried about momentum in February you know, of the next 2022 recruiting class, like you can control it going into right. it. And I think, I, I think you guys are finally learning, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. I mean, obviously you'll be able to get, you know, I, I mean, there's some big players down there like Shamar Stewart. Like I personally, I, I think he's out of state. He's gone. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like, I, I just don't see you guys being able to, you know, hold that down. Like, you know, and like, so, well, so, John, about, so let, let yeah. me, let me, let me ask you this. So, you say that, but then I look at people like Shamar Stewart, who just seen Jalen Phillips and Gregory Rousseau go in the first round in the NFL draft and just got paid. And he can say, you know what? They didn't really have the great coach as like Jess Simpson is on the D-line. So I think that is maybe a benefactor bringing someone like Jess Simpson, the D-line coach, and maybe building that relationship and saying, look, you know, we had two first-round picks, you know, on defensive ends. You know, Quincy was kind of a tweener, so he went farther down. But at the same time, someone like Shamar Stewart can come in and be like, look, I just saw two defensive ends from the University of Miami go into the first round. Why can't I be the next one, right? So, you know, I can look at it both ways. I, I mean, again, I can see the talent of Shamar Stewart going to – and I always say the talent of people and say, oh, they're SEC-bound, right? Because literally SEC is known for that that stout defense, that, that edge rushers, that D-tackles, you know, but – Miami's been on the up and up the last couple of years, you know, so there's no, no debate. Yeah, but I mean, also with that too, is a lot of them, you know, 
it's not homegrown talent. You know what I mean? Like Roche and 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 transfer portals. Portal, you know what I mean? Right. Like until you can actually develop your kids, you know what I mean? Like and Greg know, Rousseau was a wide receiver. Like figured you know out what I mean? Right? Like <laughs> it's 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 you know that's that's you know because you, you're taking a freshman at that point. You know yeah. like. You know, Phillips, I mean, when he, when you guys took him, like I originally, like the kid's out of football, like he's not going to work out. But like that was an amazing take that, you know, the kid's a stud. Like, yeah. he's, you know, yeah. you know, I think he came to Miami at 215 pounds, ended up putting literally, all that like, weight he, and all that was, muscle. He, he was Why doing music, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. he went to go play music down in Miami. Like, Bert, we gotta go to break. the fire got, you got to go to break. Yeah, the fire got relit inside of him. And like, you know what I mean? Like, here he is, he plays for our local Dolphins now. Like, Correct. You know what I mean, it's wild. So, listen, we'll come right back. Bird, take us to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more recruiting and uh, with, with Pirtle and with uh, Brad Tahad from Kane's Insight. We'll- All right. You are listening to the Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, channel 145. We'll be back after we pay a couple bills. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad though. idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing, you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 
I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall. It's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We are chopping it up with our boy, Brad Tejada from Kane's Inside, and our boy, John Pertle, FSU, FSU Stogie Monster. So <laughs> this, this, this is my nightly Stogie time. So, I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to keep it out of the screen, but this is my one hour a day that I get to really – this is me time. The best time of day to talk then, man. There you go. Yeah, so, so, listen, I want to – real quick before I interrupt you, I, I just want to bring up two names. Two names that intrigue me on both sides of the ball. Brad, I want you to go first. So these are two leg- legacy kids. One is Julian Armella, and the other one is Marvin Jones Jr., right? Both oh. legacy to FSU. Brad, what's your take on both of those two kids? Yeah, as far as Julian Armella first, he's obviously, like you said, a homegrown talent. He's someone that's kind of bounced around from a program to program, going from St. Thomas to Columbus, getting in a little trouble off the football field. But when you talk about on the football field, he's got everything it takes. Um, me personally, I think he is someone that potentially is going to go to somewhere like uh, LSU. I do think if Florida State, like we mentioned um, in the previous segment, that if Florida State does end up starting to win football games and prove it on the football field, he is one of many guys who you can see of, of a recruit in this class that's kind of on the fence of just waiting to see if Florida State does well. And if they do, someone like Julian Armella, someone like Marvin Jones Jr. and a few others will definitely go on board with Florida State. Um, but I think Julian Armella um, will end up going into the SEC and going to LSU. Uh, me personally, as far as with Miami, I think Coach Justice, as we can see, has a lot of options on the table when it comes to offensive linemen. And I think we can definitely um, get three to four guys and not end up hurting as much um, as a team like Florida State on missing a guy like Armella. When it comes to Marvin Jones Jr., um, he is definitely, in my opinion, either going to Alabama or Florida State. 
again, another player that really depends on what Florida State does on the football field. He is definitely a legacy player. He's very similar to someone like Travis Hunter, who we mentioned earlier, where it's like he kind of came out the womb being a Florida State Seminole. So right. I think it, it's going to be really tough for Marvin Jones Jr. to pick uh, another school over Florida State. But if there is a program to do it, obviously it is Alabama, like we're probably going to see with someone like Earl Little Jr. Correct. John, do you follow Marvin Jones or, or Julian O'Malley, or how do you love, how do you look at them? Love them. I mean, I, 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 Marvin Jones is elite, elite. Like the the kids, next level. Armello definitely nice. He's elite and whatnot. But like, I mean, O line, you know, that's kind of a touchy subject. I mean, especially over at Florida State, like it Dante literally Lucas. like it's our Achilles heel, <laughs> and like we cannot land a single like. Like, and it, like, kills me. You know what I mean? Like, we go into it knowing what we need. And, like, we pound the transfer portal. And, like, you know, we're getting some, like, you know, the second-tier kid that we got out of Notre Dame. I don't even know his name off the top of my head. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a body. It's great. Like, it'll work out. Like, it's definitely, uh, you know, but it, it wasn't the one we needed. It wasn't the one we wanted, you know. And, like, you go back to, like, Putnam two years ago. They went to Clemson. You go back to Evan Neal a couple years ago. They went to Alabama. You go back. He was to committed Utah. to Miami. Who? <laughs> Evan Neal. And, and you know, and you know, it's you know, it's you know, it's funny, John, is what you're preaching right now as far as the offensive line in, in Tallahassee is what we have felt as Miami Hurricane fans in the cornerback room yeah. until this year. <laughs> We've always been the to where we we get the crumbs of everything, right? We always wait to the end of the recruiting class to figure out who our corners are in this class, and we're always scavenging to try to figure out who. Like, are we going to go in the portal and get a D Delaney, right? Or, or um, the the guy out of uh, out of Houston or Texas? Well, yeah, I'm Adrian with, Colbert. Uh, no, yeah, Adrian Colbert, Javante Dean. You know, guys yeah. like that. You know, we're always scavenging to try and find guys you know, in the but, quarterback room. And now this you know, year, I, with a coach, we got twelve options at cornerback right now. Twelve, and you guys are definitely, you know, and and I've always looked at your, you know, you guys are kind of like you know, a little bit soft on the edge and, and, you know, you guys definitely have the safety help this year to cover it up a little bit. Linebackers a little light, you know, I mean, you got some good ones, a lot of light. And, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, so I think you'll be our, but I, again, I just don't know with, you know, maybe if some of the bigger safeties can slide down and stack the box a little bit, you know, like Bandy, I don't know where, you know, where he fits in anymore, you know, or like, I, um, but like flip it back to Florida state. Like, you know, I think, you know, maybe, you know, Eight nine wins, Travis Hunter, Marvin Marvin Jones Jr. I mean, that's you know, like you're potentially setting up a long run of like you know, lockdown. Like, like we're talking like you know, where we can play with the big boys. Because right now, I mean, you know, man, you're going to be against Clemson right now. You know, like you can tell. I mean, you know, second year and whatnot. But like, they're still like you know, they're slinging that rock. So I think it's two two separate scenarios, right? I think for Miami. We have to win. Like, we have to actually win games, and we have to put, you know, 9, 10, 11 wins on the board this year to really, you know, pull the recruits we want. For FSU, I, I would argue that your win total doesn't matter as much as how competitive you play and playing with fire and playing, mm. you know, putting a product on the field that they can sell that says, you know, hey, you know, we might have won three games this year or five or whatever the case may be, but you're the difference, the, the little bit, because we were so close in that game, right? So I think it's more the, the, the product that they're putting on the field. It's not as much about wins and losses in Florida State this year. The only so thing Bert, I would – oh, my bad. Go that's right. I would say, so, Bert, what you're saying is Florida State just need to have that participation trophy. That's all they yeah. need to do. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, I mean, even to break it down a little bit more, just I want to see how you respond. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always look back and, like, you know, 
I'm a big troller. And like, you know, I'll talk shit with any of them. You know what I mean? But like that fumble at Boise State, like how it bounced around and like we didn't scoop it up. Like that response right there dictates yeah. the rest of the season. Like you got no dog in you. You're not going to fight. You're, you're literally, I got three guys standing around the ball and you let you let them scoop in, in four <laughs> plays later. Like yeah. that's that's not good. No. That was like the two Gators that were blocking each other. <laughs> literally like, you know, and like it's, 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 it's sad. Yeah. Like it's, well, you know, and I think, you know, not the hype, you know, I listen, I, I'll own up to it. Like I was a huge Willie Taggart fan. Like I thought that was, you know, potentially, you know, listen, let me finish. Listen, I, listen, when I'm wrong, I, you know, I, I'll let, me own it. let me mute myself. Listen, listen, I'll own it when I'm wrong, you know, and like, you know, but it was so early. Once I knew that I was wrong, like I was like, you know, I was petrified because we just signed him to a long ass contract. And like, thank God, like we, we ponied up the money and bought him out. But like, you know, uh, we would have had, we would have, I can't imagine where we'd be at if he was still there. Like, you know, in the, in the, let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this though. This this is the reason why I'm sitting in the zoom right now, you know, and like you guys are, you you feel confident right now. You know what I mean? Definitely not. Definitely not. All Definitely because not. of Willie Taggart. Like, no. had Jimbo, you know, here Jimbo there, was Jimbo's the guy. gone right now. Jimbo, Jimbo was checking that ass. Like, you got, listen, I'll say this. I'll, listen, I'll say this much, right? I promise you, you now, you will not run seven versus us like we did you. Had or, Willie still, or the hey, four. You know who else was smacking that ass? <laughs> Jacquez Green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he, yeah, he put it, yeah, yeah, he was. But, like, you know, like, the, you know, I, I, I feel really good about the direction of the program right now. I think Norvell, you know, just his attention to detail. And like, you know, especially with a 18 and 19 year old kid, like, you know, listen, I, you think back to when we were, you know what I mean? Like, listen, you know what I mean? It's spur of the moment, like fly by night. You know what I mean? Like, but if you don't have that regiment and like that structure, like, you know, look at the, look at the on-field performance that we, you know, the last couple of years that we put out, you know? So, you know, so I'm, coach. I'm, so, so DC hasn't mentioned his name yet, but I'll go ahead and mention him. I talked to him last night, and I'm going to talk to him again after the weekend's over. But Daughtry. we're talking about Daughtry Richardson, yeah. offensive lineman out of Miami Central. Um, he is obviously crystal ball to Florida State right now. He's a Florida State fan growing up, but his dad is a huge Miami Hurricane fan. After talking to him, you know, with the cookout and what he's experienced at Arizona State this past week, he's loving Miami right now. And I would really like to know how the visit goes with Florida State after this weekend coming up because him being a Florida State fan, his dad being a Hurricane fan, we're going to end up getting the last of Dr. Richardson at the end of the month, not only with the official visit, but he'll be also <laughs> participating in Paradise Camp. So know, listen, so. I just sent you guys a, a text. I don't know if you guys got that or not, but just check, check the text out. <laughs> You did savvy on the Android. Look at you. Right, look at you. All right. You got to tell the audience what we that was. We can put it right? on the screen a little bit and just see. <laughs> look at him. Well, that's like a, <laughs> Listen, that was an visit, Pardo, That was all from Dolphin Derek. Dolphin Derek sent that to me. So. <laughs> Dolphin and Derek in the cut in, in the cut over there in the cut working punching that time card. You know, hey, so, I got I got to clear up my earlier comment though. It wasn't Jaquez Green? It was Taylor Jacobs. Taylor Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, single handedly took down FSU's uh, football program, man, stealing Jimbo's wife. So. Well, so did but, but so did Nevin Shapiro. So we're both on the same page, right? <laughs> and listen, hey, listen, we think Nevin's and, back and though, bro. Still, you know, you're still reeling from that. So it I mean, is. You know, I mean, so, 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 Pardo, being a big FSU fan, right? <laughs> 
How did uh, how the College World Series go today? Just curious. Mm, not, not very good. Not very good. <laughs> but you made it. <laughs> right, listen, listen. Again, participation. <laughs> those, those are big down there, you know. I mean, you, shit, you guys got a whole trophy room is full of them. You know what I mean? Like, listen. <laughs> We got we got third place ribbons, bro. We got the little ribbons. Now listen, now you now you guys got turnover chains. You know you can't stack it with anything. You know of, of substance or value. So you mean like a backpack? Hey, listen, but, but you, you know, look, look, we've had, listen, we've had we've had four turnover chains, but if we make five, we might need a turnover backpack to put them in, right? I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, give, me, give, give me the backpack. I get. So, the, I, I send you the backpack. All right, so getting back on a couple names, man. This listen, this is great here on the Can Gang. This just, is awesome. just chopping up. I love it. Um, a couple names, obviously, there's one that in particular committed to FSU, uh uh Nigeria Kelly, right? Obviously, kind of went to FSU Ooh. being a commitment, decommitted, like huge Broward County kid out of Dillard High School. Brad, what, what's your take on Kelly and where do you think he ends up? Yeah, man, with Nigel Kelly, you're talking about one of the top defensive ends in South Florida, and it's someone that Miami has had at the top of their list, you know, from, straight from the beginning. Someone similar to a guy like Jacoby Spells on their radar in the cornerback position. But when it comes to Kelly, uh, between him and Shamar Stewart, those are pretty much 1A and 1B for the Miami Hurricanes. Right. And again, 10 days into recruiting, and we've had Nigel Kelly on campus twice within the past two days back-to-back days on unofficial visits. So for him to come to Miami, you know, not no dime. I know it's in his own backyard, but that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, I really do think Miami is in a very good position to land him. Um, I think it's a Miami and Clemson battle at the end of the day. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if as long as we take care of business on the football field, you're going to see a lot of commits coming here in the next, you know, 24, 48 hours, I would say at least one. Um, and you will see, you know, a domino effect here shortly to where I wouldn't be surprised if we land both Shamar Stewart and Nigel Lee Kelly when the recruiting class is over. That'd be huge. You know, <clears throat> a name moving forward for FSU that I'm interested to see is, is A.J. Duffy. Um, big, big quarterback. You know, again, obviously we have two quarterbacks for the future, potentially three. Obviously we have, you know, TVD, Jake Garcia, and Ja'Cory Brown, right? Uh, FSU, you know, after McKenzie – I don't think Jordan. I think Jordan try to Jordan Travis moves positions. I think maybe he goes to receiver or, or a different spot. But someone like AJ Duffy, John, how how interesting or how are you how intrigued are you by AJ Duffy? Um, again, he's 6'2", 210 pounds, roughly. Big kid, big arm. What do you, what, what's well, your take on AJ Duffy? So like you know, I, I, me and QBs, I've always been. Um, I don't want to say you know I, I got a good eye for him, but like you know how like I was head over heels over the kid. Like, I mean, the legit bona fide stud. And like, mm-hmm. you know, last year, Purdy kind of, you know, perked my interest. Once I seen the on field, I was kind of over, you know, yeah. let him go. If he decommits transfers, you know, so be it. But like Purdy can spin the rock. I mean, well, kid- you guys were out there and saw the, the, you know, you talk about an eye for quarterbacks just out there and you were guys randomly saw Tyler Aronson throwing the ball and picked oh, up on that. I mean, right. I mean, how crazy is that? And like, you know, it's kind of, yeah. it, it's kind of neat because like we're, we're getting a little, watch this kid evolve and turn into, I mean, Derek, I mean, we were up there doing a job and, you know, like whenever we see a basketball or a football, like, you know what I mean? Like we get, you know, we'll drop what we're doing and we'll go, you know, <laughs> go talk. Back, you know, and you know, we're talking to the kid, like I'm watching him throw and like the kids, you know, we didn't know at the time, but like he, he built like a 17 year old, you know what I mean? Strong you, upper body, yeah. strong lower legs it's, and like joking the ball. 
it's funny you it's funny you mentioned that because uh, you guys just offered a 15 year old and my boy and Colin Hurley over the weekend and yes, he was sir. on the 707 camp yeah, and yeah I actually talked to his father and I heard from a coach from Florida State he throws the football better than anybody on the current roster whoa right? I know. so I mean you know I mean little coaches speak here and there I get you you know I mean it's 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 all part of the game but you know no nah, he's elite though yeah it definitely elite. I mean. And I got, you know, I got, I got another buddy. We kind of, you know, back and forth. And like I had said, you know, you know, me and Derek got a little, you know, got to actually speak to him like on the field and like, you know, and like, I would love him up at Florida state, but I think he's, you know, if he's not, but I honestly think he's, he's going to demand a top tier offer. And like, you're going to see yeah. him, you know, for a sure bona fide five-star, like that's how good the kid is. And like, he he's rocking that orange and green. He's listen, going on. He's listen. wearing that orange and green. He, he listen, is. his dad ain't going to let him go to university of Miami and suffer down there. Like, listen. you know I mean? Suffer. Go, go, listen, win, going to the chick, listen, going to Chick-fil-A, you know, the uh, cheese it bowl or the, you know, new era bowl. Chick-fil-A like, kickoff game here, like, against <laughs> Alabama and winning. I got you. Know, no, listen, I, t- I, listen, I told you to bring your purse. I, I get to check the game with right us, now. Right? You're going, You're going to the game, game right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I'm there. Right. I'm hey, there. So, so, question: I, I, Are you wearing FSU? Are you wearing FSU gear? Because if you don't, I I'd be out. One hundred percent. You better wear it. One hundred percent. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I get, <laughs> I to, to, I get to enjoy the game from a neutral standpoint, and like you know, don't like either one of the teams. So, like you know, what I mean, I just hope somebody gets their ass demolished, and I kind of know who, <laughs> listen, I kind of know who that team's going to be. And they'll be wearing crimson and white, right? Yeah, baby. You know that orange and green coming strong. Bird, we got to go to break. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting with you, Dom and Derek. <laughs> Bird, we got to go to break. <laughs> All right, guys. You're listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio Channel 145. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good thing nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. 
on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you, you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Final segment here on the Kang Gang Radio Show, trying to wrap up this two-hour show today. Um, just talking a lot of stuff as far as FSU, Miami, because, again, this is what I really like about the fan base, right? You can literally be completely divided on both ends of the spectrum, but literally have common ground when it comes to college football, right? Um, obviously, we're going to wrap that orange and green. John, you're going to wear that, you know, that puke. Garnet gold, whatever it is, but you know, you gonna black it out that night, <laughs> maroon and whatever it is, you know, maroon and, and pewter, whatever you guys wear. But at the end of the day, man, <laughs> pewter, pewter, oh my gosh, you know, and right on your spider, right out on your spider, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> bro, that had to be the funny spear around, bro. Listen, well, old renegade, old renegade gonna fall back and land on his ass, right? You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, gotta love renegade though. Renegade, listen, no. at, at the end of the day, they're just great mascots, and I will say, watching renegade kind of like kind of trot and like get you get like get you he field. does he really does man you know he kind of he kind of struts out there he walks around and then you know oh osceola over there throws that spear down that is pretty dope though i ain't gonna lie to yeah. you 
You, you know, there's remember? great things in college football. When that pony fell on our field. Oh, you know what's even better? Where you ain't right, man. Running hey, what's smoke. your record since that happened? <laughs> oh, it's probably been brutal. It's probably been Oh, look, brutal. he got froze, too, so he can't oh, even reply right now. Can't even reply. Oh, Pertle got locked up. I locked uh, him up. <laughs> so, so, again, moving forward, there's a couple of names I want to wait to the end, you know, the last segment to really talk about. Hopefully, Pertle gets off that cricket wireless and he can join us back here in a minute <laughs> um, to finish up. So, Brad, a couple of names that are really intriguing to me and really, obviously, you'll know who they are, right? So, Jaden Gibson. You know, I, I'm a huge receiver. And then um, I'm going to talk about these two names first. And then Isaiah Horton, another big receiver that I'm really interested in. Um, I think those can be huge receivers moving forward for Miami. Uh, what's your take on Isaiah Horton and Jaden Gibson? Yeah, as far as Isaiah Horton, um, you're talking about a big-time receiver, someone similar to, I would say, body frame, play style of someone like Daryl Langham. Um, he is someone that am I? Daryl Langham with the grab. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to throw it out there. Of course. Of course. Got to. With Isaiah Horton, I mean, it's going to be this kind of like similar case with, with Jaden Gibson, who I'll talk about in a second, but it's going to be, you know, a Florida Miami matchup. Um, from everything I've heard, Isaiah Horton um, has been a Florida Gator fan, kind of, you know, from birth. Um, and he's someone that wants to be a Florida Gator. So it's right. going to be up to Florida if they want Isaiah Horton. Um, they do have a couple other players uh, higher on their board. Um, but I think me personally, as a Miami Hurricane fan, out of the Isaiah Horton, Jaden Gibson, I would personally take Jaden Gibson, who I'm about to talk about, out of Winter Garden. Um, he is someone at 6'6", long, lanky frame. He's someone kind of similar to, again, you want me to compare him to a Miami receiver. He's like Tommy Streeter, in my opinion. But he's Lawrence got a Cager. little, he's got a little bit, yeah, Lawrence Cager, but he's got a little bit more upside. Um, yeah. I think he, he's got the tools to get it done to where he can actually produce on a better level than both of those guys in the gotcha. orange and green. Um, and it's going to be a Florida-Miami battle. Uh, I do know that he was supposed to go to Tennessee, um, but I think he will be not taking that visit, and it's going to come down to this visit this weekend with Miami to figure out if Miami or Florida is the decision. Gotcha. A um, couple other names that I, you had mentioned them earlier, Jacoby Spells. I think that's another huge name for Miami. And obviously Wesley, <clears throat> you know, Wesley I think is huge. Yes. Uh, I mean, again, if there's a couple of kids that really need to be locked in, you know, someone like Wesley Bissell, I think he literally needs to be locked in. And he's Miami needs to do it. Yeah, he's a musket. Again, I don't even want to throw Earl Little Jr.'s name out there. Um, because I, again, as much as I would love to have someone like Earl Little Jr., I just don't feasibly see in that happen unless Miami beats Alabama, runs a table, maybe gets into the playoffs, and then you know maybe you can see the upside and you can see how Miami's going to progress and maybe that sways someone. What about someone like Chris Graves, Brad, or and Bird? I don't know if you know about Chris Graves. What's your take on Chris Graves? Yeah, as far as Chris Graves, um, out of Vero Beach, um, he was a teammate and he's a family member of a current commit and player of Miami Hurricanes, Malik Curtis. Um, so that's already a good sign for Miami. But when it comes to Chris Graves, he's someone athletic and he's someone that could probably much, you know, play the ball in the air and do a little bit of everything. He's someone kind of like a Marcus Clark. If anyone who's watched film on Marcus Clark out of high school, I would kind of, you know, compare him to him. But Chris Graves, from everything I heard, he has been all Miami from the jump. Not only him, but his family, as far as rocking the orange and green every time they're going to a, a football game. So Chris Graves is definitely on commit watch, in my opinion, for Miami. I think between him, Kamari Rogers, and hoping that Jacoby Spells doesn't get, you know, too eye candied over the Georgia visit here coming soon. 
Um, those should be your three corners, but that's the only guy I'm a little worried about out of the three corners is Jacoby Spells, just because Georgia is in a spot right now where they have lost a lot of commits here um, recently, where they're kind of, you know, they're desperate and they're going to, I don't want to, you know, be that, you know, upfront about, about it, but they're going to overpay kids that they don't really need to throw money at. Um, and they're going to, they're going to do it desperately just to get that momentum back. And I think Jacoby Spells could be one of those guys. Well, what about Big Bear? Kids, oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Bear. Go ahead. I'm that's sorry. that's you, right where I was going. Oh, I was going to say, ahead. speaking of kids that Georgia's lost, I mean, where do you know where do you say on a scale of one to ten our chances with uh, with Bear Alexander are? You know, with Bear Alexander, what? yeah, Bear Alexander, I would say a four out of ten. I would say right okay. now, um, just the fact that we're getting him uh, on an official visit to Miami is a good sign. He should be Miami, um, probably actually now while we're talking. I believe he was on a plane a couple hours ago, but it's going to be between Miami and Texas A and M. Um, he is someone just like uh, I think his name's Dion Dion something I forgot. He's a secondary player and wide receiver who also decommitted. But with uh, yeah. with Bear Luge or something, yes, uh, yeah. Bowie. So that's another guy. That's another guy to look after. But with Bear Alexander, he does have a very uh, good relationship with the um, coach over at Texas A&M with Jimbo Fisher. So I believe Texas A&M is the team to beat, and he's from Texas originally, so it kind of makes sense. But, hey, Miami's in a good position where they could they can make up a lot of ground similar to what they did with a guy like Malik Agbo over the last weekend. Yeah. So, so John, I know, a, I know a, you, you – A&M bound. Listen, so – Hater. So, so, so I know you kind of dropped out a little bit. I, I know that Cricket Wireless, you know, if you need me to, like, front you a little bit of funds, you know, to get on T-Mobile, so let me know. <laughs> hey, man, he, lo- he locked up. He locked up like Francois in the pocket. Oh! <laughs> you gotta love it. Love so, it. so, so, obviously, you know, obviously, Brad's throwing shade, right? So, Brad, go ahead and put on your put on your other screensaver that you had on earlier. Put on that. So, when we went, to, so Pearl, you don't know, like we went to Clemson last year, right? We were me, Brad rolled up with us. You know, I call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> look at Baby Yoda. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of does look like Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, when, when when I met you at at the game last year, Brad, like you, you definitely good dude. You're solid, and you know, but like so, when I read some of your tweets, sometimes before I knew you, I was like, bro, who is this guy? Like, you know. Like, <laughs> but like now, I you know, knowing you and like, you're all right, Brad. You're all right. <laughs> I appreciate Brad, it. I appreciate man, it. Brad's good people. I appreciate it. Oh, listen, and the funny thing is, like, like I didn't even know Bird until last the first game of the season. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously we interact through Twitter and things like that, and uh, yeah. like that that was a whole different experience that first night on Bird. Whew. The seating arrangements and all. Oh, yeah, man, you were there too. You said you sat with me too in the back. Oh my yeah. gosh, that was definitely a, 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 good time. a great experience, man. You know, that's I was just about. glad to have a game, though, man. Honestly, like we were. Yeah, the season was in question, man. I was just so happy that we actually, you know, we're playing games, number one, but number two, found a way to actually be in attendance at them. And, I mean, yeah. last year I, I made all but one home game. Thank God it wasn't that North Carolina game. But, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm glad. Rough. I mean, I probably should have missed out. You know, looking back, and, and this is – I've told people this story too. Looking back, I probably should have opted out. But, again, I could not just sit at my house. No way. Knowing the games being played no 20 miles south – and be like, oh, I opted out. 
but like yeah. it was it just wasn't fun right like it was cool hanging out with certain people but like watching the game just wasn't fun you got there you had to get like literally right to the stadium wear a mask you know people like sit down you can't take your mask down you can't have a sign it's like and I well, get it. Well, shoot, look, look what they, I mean. The Miami FSU game—they made us sit down for heaven's sake. Bro, like, 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 that was wild to me. You know what I mean? Like the usher comes up to us and like, you got to sit down. Like you can't stand up. And I'm like, dude, we're about to score like our first <laughs> touchdown, and like we're getting blown out. Right. Like I want to stand up. Like let me like enjoy this. Yeah, that that was a confrontation. Then uh, I had to go. I had to go check my resources and and nip that in the bud quick. <laughs> I had to go get my security people. Like, look, bro. Like, I don't know who these other people are. I think they, they can talk to me, but uh, you better check themselves. You know, but moving forward this year, it should be interesting. Obviously, almost everything's going back full capacity, right? The Rock's going to be live. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, Trailahassee, you know, again, they'll have the what double watch. What do you define live? Like 40,000, 35 stretches? It doesn't it? matter. Listen, listen Bogo, like you guys are going to open up. You guys gonna open up your double wides? You know you'll have all your guys running out of the double like wides. We say so. we say live, like I, I mean that's that's loosely interpreted because I mean that will be live, you know, like barring barring FSU playing there, like you guys ain't moving the needle like. That. You know what? Listen. You guys love that attendance argument, man. So you know what? I know you love to make bets, John. So yes, sir. Let's, <laughs> let's figure out a bet. I'm gonna bet you, and you can call whatever it is, man. I don't usually bet money, but if that's what we gotta do, Bert, I don't want you, listen. Do. I don't, don't want you lady. Make call it easy. Bet Overall, lunch. Yeah, lunch. I got you on lunch, man. No doubt. Anywhere you want to go. Varsities. The varsity in Atlanta. There you go. <laughs> Overall attendance next year. I bet Miami has more people than Florida State in the stands next year. Because hey, you guys listen. Because you guys Ooh. love to talk about that. Ooh. Ooh. You got to take away. Stadium. You got to take away the first game of the season. You know it's going to be packed for Notre Dame FSU. That's gonna be no, cool. you can have that. Listen, that's one of my okay. That's one of my okay. games. But but it's like that's like again, we don't have Alabama. We have App State to open up. We have our we got, schedule is horrible. And we got FSU an extra home game though. But Miami's at FSU. That means that's gonna be sold out. So that's be. I'm just telling you, Bird. That's a bad bet. Hey, I'll, I'll stand in the paint. Honestly, it, it, it all, it all depends. I mean, it all know. depends on the Pike House in Tallahassee that night. <laughs> I mean, you know. We'll know. We'll know Notre Dame how you know how this season's gonna unfold. You know what I mean? And like you guys are getting beat by 20, 21. <laughs> 20 plus. Run, give me, give me the twenty one. I'll give you twenty one right now. Tighten up. How much? I'll give you twenty one. Bird, see that? Bird, get, it, get it recorded. Uh, I'm dropping hundred on it right now. I'm right now. Hundred bucks. bucks. Hundred bucks right now. Twenty one. I'm giving you twenty one. Tighten up. Cool. You okay. already listen. You already know where I stand. Say, I, say less. Okay, now <laughs> say less. No, listen, I don't want Maria calling me talking about you. You can't be taking care of me. Listen, Maria, don't play listen, that. Listen, hey, hey, but in all seriousness, UM Alabama week one. What are we looking at? Alabama by fourteen. Okay, that's you reasonable. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Is it Fred? I don't know. I, I'm thinking seventeen. And get beat by about twenty three, ains by one because that's all we need. That's Bird. what I'm talking about. I, I don't care. What, what happens if I'm wrong? I'm wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. L listen, <laughs> what happens if I'm right? I said I told y'all. Yes, sir. Listen, <laughs> I mean, see, I have the same mentality and the same logic, but I'll sling a little money behind it too. It's like, <laughs> look, he's trying to he's trying to coax me in <laughs> there. Man. I see that. So, B, what's your take? What's your take on like again? Take take the fandom out of take take the fandom out of the equation. What's your mm -hmm. take on the Miami Alabama game? Um, I got Bama by 13. Okay. 
I mean, again, I honestly, again, I say Bama by 14, but in all honesty, I think Miami comes out and beats Bama. I think they shocked the world. I think they put the I put I think they put the ACC on notice and they put the country on notice that they're ready to come play this year. They I think Diaz I think Diaz flips that script and Miami's gonna Miami's gonna be in the in the CFP this year. They definitely yeah. can do it, but I, I, at, the, at the end of the day, that North Carolina game means the most to me. This I, don't, I don't I don't worry about that game. I, I I'll tell you why because take the Bama game out of the equation. That means nothing for the ACC, right? Your goal is to win the ACC. You said it. Your schedule is so favorable. App State, Michigan State, Central Connecticut, uh, Virginia. Then you go to NC, and you have a bye week in between. So I think if you're not ready, and again, I think that's a telltale for Miami. How do you go into that Carolina game? If you go to that Carolina game and you whoop that ass, I think sky's the limit. Well, I mean, the Carolina game is big for you guys too because that's going to get the bid for you. You know what I mean? Correct. Correct. It's it's literally it's up between you guys. You know what I mean? Both you guys kind of have softer schedules, so to speak. And, like, you know, I mean, yeah. both of you guys play Florida State, so, like, we can kind of, you know, control a little bit there. But, like, you know, that's a big game. That North Carolina game is going to be a what? big How game. How much we've been by? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, listen, I, you know, I don't know how the hell we pulled it off. I mean, if there was another two minutes in that game, we don't beat lose. UNC. Yeah, we don't beat UNC. But, like, you know, yeah. watching them do what they did to you guys last year, and, like, the kid howls legit. Like, but he didn't even. Th- he only he didn't have to do anything. He didn't, he didn't have, have to do it. Like, that's the thing that they're so two dimensional. And yeah. I mean, well, they, they don't have the running backs. They don't have Emma Brown. Um, you know, they, they lost the time, other. Uh, they, they, they lost Chandler. Newsom. Who cares? And they lost. They, and they, they lost, lost Newsom. Newsom. They lost Brown. Carter Williams. Surratt. Surratt. Yeah, yeah. They lost so, Surratt. I mean, they definitely lost a lot of talent. But well, so do we. So, so Dolphin put up his prediction of Miami thirty to twenty eight. I'm actually going to go with that exact same prediction. I'm going to say Miami's down 27-28 with about 30 seconds to go. And my boy comes up there, (laughs) hits a 45-yarder to win the game, and has his first game leaves him in Miami infamy. They carry him out of Atlanta on their shoulders. Oh, no, 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 no. Rudy, Rudy. That's exactly <laughs> it. You think, you think Nick Saban's going into Alabama and getting beat week one? Oh, yeah. In I mean, what day and age do we live in? Hey, you know, like, I can I can pick that. Bro. Listen, we you can dream all day long. I'm wrong. Like, you know, whatever. This is this is 2021, baby. It's a, it's a new world era. Let's go. Um, listen, <laughs> and, they just, and they just re-upped them, like, yeah, it's so an offensive, here's, here's offensive college football year, man. Yeah, it's yeah. All here's our deal. You know, I mean, Alabama definitely has the kicker to where we don't know, you know, if Bryce is legit or not. But like, he probably is legit. Like, oh, put him on his back. But you put him on his back a couple times, never you know. You know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, now, but I mean, again, though, do you have the talent there to put him on his back? I mean, you yeah. lost a lot on Correct. that front. Correct. We did. We did. You know, and, and then again, listen. Then only that, but did you lose a lot up front. Your linebacking core, you know, it. it I. Well, at least we got all our linebackers coming back. We didn't lose it. You got a lot of them coming back, but like you know, it's it, it they're bodies. You know what I mean? Like you don't have no like bona fide like studs. Like no, one hundred percent. The key, the key no. is, is though we've loaded up in the past two years on strikers and safeties to where a lot yeah. of these guys are now. Yeah, they kind of stacked the box a little bit. Yeah, for Amari sure. Carter, I think Amari Carter moving to striker is probably the best thing that happened for Miami. Again, Keontre Smith moving to weak to side linebacker. linebacker was one that, of the best. That's things. huge. Again, yeah. now you're going to have Avante Williams. You, you'll sprinkle in James Williams. You got Bubba Bolden. Hopefully, Gervin Hall knows that this is his, you know, pay year. He can actually see, you know, maybe play ball like he should, the way that he was projected to play. Again, I think it still boils down to the corners. Tyreek Stevenson is going to lock down one side. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure about that. Again, the other side is it Blades? Is it is it Corey Couch? That's really what's going to get to me. 
Um, but again, Avery Huff's going to striker too, right? Uh, who knows, man? I don't, I don't know if he can even see the field. Yeah. Avery Huff won't Sa- even see the field. Him and Sam Brooks is going to be tough to see the field this year. But uh, look out for Chase Smith and Cam Kitchens. I think Chase, again, those, listen, those are those Chase guys Smith being a fall. freshman, again, you got to be able to use it. And that's where I think the freshman class from Miami, again, and we've talked about this before, Brad, the Romelos. The Jaco- uh, Jacoby Georges, the Bashar Smiths, you need to get them guys the ball on special teams. I don't care what you have to do, speed kills. I mean, Bashar Smith's one of the fastest kids in America. Like, if you, you yeah. can use him like a Devin Hester, just he give him wheels. the ball. Yeah, you got wheels, right? So we'll see. Well, so, Bird, we're literally coming up against the uh, against the clock. We're almost done Yo, here. Call Frank, so, man. Get another hour, man. We can keep bro, going. Don't here. do that. Don't do that. Because there's days that I'm like, these two hours are killing us, man. And, you know, well, at least now we have something to talk about. You know, we're Khalil Jones away from kickoff, and uh, we're ready to go, man. So thank you guys. You know, you guys can hang, hang on when we when we cut off. But thank everybody for turning into the Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM, Channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll catch you guys next Friday. The views and opinions expressed on Kang Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.